Have a cup of tea. 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 I will go Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Welcome Hello. to Sugary Brew. Hello and welcome to Sugary Brew. Sugary Brew. A podcast. A podcast. In which. In which. You, James Brewery Brew, and I, Danny Sugar, 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 discuss tea, V, <laughs> films, other things. You're crackling under there now. Just only put one of them over. Look, I'm going to leave all that crackling in now so that people know what I have to work with. I have to have one bit of bling under my shirt. You wear and one too bit much bling. bling. I don't wear too much bling. Clickety clackety tooth bling. What is that? It's a tooth. Yeah, what kind? Tell them. Tell them. Oh. It was given to me You're by, really by showing your Fumio. paleontologist prowess. I don't think it's a fossil. I think it's a just a tooth. It's a contemporary tooth. A human tooth. Yeah. It's your tooth. It's very sharp. It was given to me by Fumio from the market. Lovely um, Japanese bone carver. Ah. Smiley. It might not be a tooth then. It's probably a bone that's carved to be pointy like a carrot. <laughs> we'll go with that. It's a carrot tooth. Hello and welcome to Sugary Brewer Podcast. Hi. No, that was fine. Okay. So, Dan, how's your week been? It's been all right. Fuck. Been, been quite busy. All together now. This week? Not really much. I've been working. There was a, a, a motor vehicle accident. There was. Anna got rear-ended. Not for the first time. Oh. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. So keep it in. No, I'm going to take it out. Um, Anna was involved in a small shunt in the rear. Fuck <laughs> I have to keep the whole thing down. Fucking bullshit. We either. We either. We either. Cut our losses. Again, or we go with it. Let's go with it. Okay. <laughs> so the shunt in the rear, yes, was actually fairly minor, and the car's gonna be all right. But obviously, unpleasant and full of faff, as always is a <laughs> shunt in the rear. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit all these gaps. Yeah. Right. So anyway. That was a bit of excitement. <laughs> Wasn't it, Jess? Um Anna's fine. No pains. Um, Her rear's all right? The, the rear's a bit flattened. but the vehicle. So the weird thing was that uh, she had to take the car to the collision centre to be um, assessed. Yep. And um, they assessed it as safe to drive, which meant that she could drive the car back home. But apparently... The next available appointment to actually fix the car is in July. Wow. If you're listening to this recently after recording, it's, it's mid-April at the moment. So it'll be... So there must be some sort of... I think because we're in a small centre 
of New Zealand, even though we're nowhere near this. We are actually at the very centre of New Zealand. Um, but anyway, um, I think the, but there's if, only I, I think there's only one accredited collision centre for the AA in the whole area, so they're getting all of the insurance. And presumably, claims. if if a car is certified not safe to drive, yeah, then it gets triaged and, and, and put forward in the in the in the um, queue. Uh, no, not necessarily, but they would have you just have to walk everywhere. No, they would have given us a a, a rental until June. It, yeah. She should have insisted it was broken, shouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, no, mate, you're screwed! But anyway, so that's that. Uh, that was all the excitement that happened this week it's for fairly us. fairly exciting. In, well, the, in the not-too-good category of exciting. Mm. Um, my week Didn't has... ask. <laughs> hey, James. Yeah, mate? How was your week? Not telling. No, I mean, I'm asking now. You can all right. Oh, it's good, thanks, Dan. Um... Jamie and Zoe went to Wellington to see Uncle Mike and Auntie Gina and new baby uh, Maisie. And they had a lovely time. Um, lovely. Lovely. Went to the zoo and did all sorts of fun things. And I had a couple of days on my Todd at home, um, which was plenty of time. That was, you know, it was, mm. it was the novelty had worn off by the third by, day. By the third day. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I genuinely enjoyed not getting up in the morning mm. and um, not doing the washing up. <laughs> yeah. And, and obviously the house was pristine when they got It's back. not quite the same, but I think, you know, when we lost Samba and mm. suddenly for the first time in 15 years, we didn't have to wake up early to let yeah. him out for a wee and then take him for a morning walk. Yeah. Again, so little liberations. Yeah. That's it. But, you know. It, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd rather have him back. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, Janie and Zoe got home just Going fine. to Wellington isn't the same no. as ceasing to be. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> depends where you go. You're getting philosophical there. Yeah. Um, and it was just so delightful to welcome them back. I bought, you know, a bunch of flowers for them both and waited at the airport and, and little Zoe. Did you find a teeny tiny bunch of flowers? For no, Zoe? I got a huge bunch of flowers. Oh, really? Big, big sunflowers. It wasn't oh. a huge bunch. It was just, they were sunflowers. So right, quite big. Right, right. Um, and just seeing, it was one, one of the most beautiful moments of my life. Oh. Running through the gate and then running into my arms. and Running having... through the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into my arms. Um, it was, so that was delightful. How was Zoe's flight experience? Uh, she she had a, she had a great time and and thoroughly enjoyed it all. They had a great time. Um, yeah, no. It was, Did it was, she experience ear popping? Did she, she mention it? it? She hasn't mentioned. So no, it. I don't. The, the, kind of one of the big one of the first things she talked about. One of the big takeouts was um, when they got to Wellington. Apparently, one of the um, flight attendants, who she calls propeller ladies, <laughs> offered her a tray of chocolates mm-hmm. for her to take one. And she got shy and, and didn't take one. Um, and spent the rest of her life. And then, you know, <laughs> when it's too late, says, Mummy, I wanted to take a chocolate. And, and it was one of, the, one of the big things of, of my parenting is that I don't want that to happen for Zoe. One of the big things I've always done is take everything. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like it. All right, Zoe, whenever you have anything. And take your shirt off your back as well. Even if you don't want it, just take it. Then regret it after. No, I, 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 not refusing to take something, 
or to do something that's offered if you want to do it. Mm. I always, my default method, my default setting is mm. if someone offers me something, it's, oh, no, 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 no thing. I couldn't possibly, no, no. Right, right. And then I walk away thinking, I really wanted that. <laughs> yeah. well, that would have been really good fun or, yeah. you know. Mm. So I, I, that was a slightly sad example of, of Zoe beginning to become someone that says no out of someone politeness. Someone a bit more like daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it would be nice for her to not have that missing out. Sure. Out of shyness or, right. or politeness. Well, this was a learning experience. It was. And did you learn her the lesson? Um, Next time, don't be shy. Accept the chocolate. It's not as straightforward as that. Um, mm. But yes, I hope that's something to be worked on, for sure. Mm-hmm. Should we have a cup of tea? Let's get it on. <laughs> Let's get it on. We'll be back after this. What was that little noise? It was, let's get it on. Okay, <laughs> bye. Was... We'll be back after, after this. this. Welcome, welcome back. Jolly welcome back. Jolly welcome, back. Jolly. <laughs> jolly welcome, Jolly back. Part two of a sugary brew. Tonight we have Smoky Russian Caravan Blend, which Anna got for us very kindly from Bin Inn. Um, it was in a Bin Inn. In okay. Bin Inn. It's $109 per kilo. Whoa. It was ten dollars ninety per hundred grams. Yeah. Ten ninety per kilo. Per hundred grams, Anna. I'm reading the label, my friend. No, 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 no. She said that for me. Yeah. No, 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 no. So this is clearly a. Oh, hang on. I think this is a similar. Yes. I mean, but. Similar blend to... Anna didn't know, and it's a different make, so we, yeah. we have a point of comparison so for a smoky if, if Russian caravan blend. This is a similar blend to the previous episodes. Not, not the previous Russian, episode. A, a previous, previous episode. Episodes. Russian caravan? Russian caravan. This is smoky um, Russian caravan blend. Smoky now, Russian... I believe we had that with, with milk. So I'd quite, Did we? I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, cause it's, it's a tea tea, isn't it? Well, let me read it. Description. (laughs) Russian caravan tea is a blend of Chinese tea and a smoky Lapsang Souchong with a slightly strong and sweeter cup than Lapsang, yet with a more yellow... Nope. Yet with a more mellow smoked flavour. Made in NZ... From imported ingredients. This is your. It's, this yeah, is possibly no, your favourite tea it. because it it's smells. It's got that smoky. It smells like pipe tobacco. Oh, which is only a good thing. No, it actually smells of liquid smoke, which it kind of is, I suppose. Maybe. It's... So I'm bobbing, bobbing the little man's head to, <laughs> it to make very his... rude. So we've we're using. Now, are we going to put some milk with this then? Do you want to? I'd love to. Right. Let me unhitch. Unhitch, cock. And, um, whoa. 
Don't forget to wonder you can, your you head. You can do well. the Hitchcock song while I go and get. What's milk. the Hitchcock song? I can't do it and go to the. You have to do it. But I can't do it. All right, we'll just have silence. But I'm biddly dum biddum biddum biddly do better. Biddly do better. I'm very much looking forward to this tea. Oh, I feel it smells like pipe tobacco. Yeah, no, but so oat and hemp milk. We should probably you try to get me high. Hi, hi. We have good hemp, oat and hemp milk tonight. A creamy and delicious with omega three. Very and milky looking. In in lieu of having anything else to say about the tea, I should probably read about this oat and light nuttiness of hemp. <laughs> the sweet creaminess of oat and light nuttiness of hemp equals an all-round winner with a heavy spoonful of porridge, sip of tea, and a slope of smoothie nourish your body and the planet. How are we doing? You're dunking, I'm, I'm, I'm attaining... He's dunking his cockroach, and that is not a euphemism. <laughs> In a callback to an earlier episode, James bought me... Uh, a while ago, one of those like J- Janie did. Spe- oh, it, so it was, it was, was very Janie. specifically Janie. Specifically, Janie bought us a um, a couple of what are they made of? The the rubber. It's rubber. It, no, it's not Nine, rubber. No, it's, it's, it's that non-stick stuff. stuff. Yeah. Non-stick wibbly wobbly. You know, What's wibbly wobbly. You know the wibbly wobbly non-stick that stuff that you get in kitchens. Called. Anna, yeah. What's that wibbly wobbly non-stick stuff that you get in kitchens called? I don't think it's called that. Anyway, anyway. Um, I know uh, it's... What is it called? God, I can't believe we can't be thinking of it. Anyway, one is in the shape of a little man whose trousers has holes in it. And the other one is... Whose trousers has holes in it? Yeah, that's... that's It's a little man whose trousers has holes in it. (laughs) And the other one is a cock. Roach. Which James is dunking... By its, <laughs> by its antlers. What are they called? This is the most fun. What are those bits called? Antlers or do? No, <laughs> not antlers. Feelers. Kind of antenna. Are they? Yeah. I think they've got another name. If you know what the name for We the... can't think of any words. <laughs> I know. We're... If you could think of the, the name of the feelers of insects and what that wibbly wobbly plastic stuff that kitchen utensils are made of. Tell, send us Post a... your own fucking podcast. Yeah. Or. If you want a free fossil from the fossil man. Yeah. Chernobyl. Chernobyl's turned up a notch, isn't it? New batteries. It's way louder than it used to be. I think when we restarted Chernobyl, we forgot to put it on minimum volume. So now it's just like... If I want, if I, if, if I want a, a, an alarm for a nuclear emergency, I want it loud. Yeah, but that's not what it's for, is it? Fair enough. It's to warn us of a shitting neighbour's cat. (laughs) Most of the time. Right, I'm going in. Oh, it smells so nice. I think last time, I'm I'm having the same feeling I had. I think last episode was a slightly stronger. It was, it's a lot stronger. This is very mild. So last week... No, but that's good. Last time it reminded you of... Camping. No. Yeah. Of that record cover of the witchy woman. Yes! Which is? 
Uh, North Star Grassman and the Ravens by Sandy Denny. So which album will this Mazda version remind you of? Ogden's Nut Gone Flake by the Small Faces. There you go. So if you want a fantastic musical pairing... So this tea... We should do that every week. What record a tea pairs with? Boom. We should start a podcast. We should start... Yeah, should we just start again? Yeah, at episode zero. Yeah. Now that we're almost a year in. Now that we're really good at it. Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> the most professional pod we've ever yeah. had. This one going virus, mate. I I tell you now, I think Janie is going to be the most disappointed in a podcast that sh- out of all of them tonight. Why? I don't know because we're just being silly and talking oh, over she each other, and being shit. loud and yeah. She prefers um, it when we have things to say. <laughs> There's a... Listeners, do you prefer it when we just talk shit or do we do you prefer it when we have things to say? Well, I fear... Should we just call Jen? <laughs> yeah. Oi, Jen, do you prefer it when we have things to say? Do you just want to have a chat, mate? Do you prefer it when we just talk a bunch of shit? I don't think my mum even listens anymore, the cow. Wow. Well, she won't know, will she? Well, if she does, well, she you're does, in trouble. I'm fucked. <laughs> she had a cancer scare the other week. I thought, oh no, we're going to lose one of our listeners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that would have dropped us 50% in listenership. <laughs> Love you, Mum. Um, before we started tonight, mm. we played a little game of Tiny Epic Galaxies. We talked about that We did last talk about last week, week, but it was really enjoyable. And I think we should, we should introduce playing a little game prior to recording every week. It depends how early you can get here. Because well, usually you don't get here till like half seven, by which time, if we play the game, it'll be way too late. Well, I can... It just means I have to organise dinner for the girls first. Shall I move this man out of my little cup? Because my nose keeps, like, bonking against his face. <laughs> That's there we go. really wrong. <laughs> we should take a photo of that. And not post it on our socials. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a photo. Another one of our famously unposted photos. It's a really horrible kind of little drip coming out of the cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is so inappropriate. As is the rest of this pod, which I think we should probably cut short tonight. But my my take on Tiny Epic Galaxies was I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Like all games, I get a stupid amount of anxiety when I'm learning a game. And I get um, genuinely uncomfortable and worried that I'm not going to understand it. Not as uncomfortable as... It's that poor fucker who's rogering a cockroach. <laughs> Did you get it from that angle as well? No, do you I need do. to? Oh, yeah. Really? Right. Secretions. Wow. Um, but, you know, a really, really enjoyable... And one of the things... Two of the things that I like most about board games. One... Playing them with me. Playing them with you and playing them with Anna. One is that there was... You, you, you were constantly involved, Right. And yeah, the other there, thing there's was, an action that you can take on other people's turns. So exactly. that make, that means that you can actually you're always, well, you're, might as well get you in this photo. You're either paying secretion. full attention or you're paying half attention. Um, and the other thing was that it lasted exactly the right length of time. Which half I, I, before dinner and half after. Half before after. dinner and half after. That's another thing. So my life. Oh, this this tea is fantastic, not quite as good as the Pomeroy's one. Although, I don't know, that I, might be I, I actually brewing. think I might prefer this one to the Pomeroy's only because it's less tobacco-y. The Pomeroy's one was this turned up to 11, right? But is, did we over... We're going to have to listen back and do some research, or... I'm not listening to that crap. No. 
Um, um, but really, really enjoyable. A really grunty cup of tea. Um, it was. With a bit of, with a, with a kind of smoky... Pipe tobacco. Pipe to- for me, in a good way. For you... In a not so good way. So if you're, I don't know, an ex-smoker, we highly recommend. If not, don't. Um, so before before we, we started um, recording today and before we started the first half of Tiny Epic Galaxies, um, the intention was for Nanny and Anna, Danny and Anna to come over to, to our place and have a lovely afternoon with Zoe and Janie and I. Um, but Janie's not feeling very well, so we sort of changed the plan and I came here. Um, but I brought the food that I was going to cook for them here oh. and cooked it here. And it was lovely. And I, I really enjoyed it. So I... I'm really excited to have discovered um, a book called The Roast, The Roasting Tin by Rukmini Ayer, which is, um, it does exactly what it says on the roasting tin. It's um, recipes f- for tray bakes, basically. But they're all, we've cooked, I think, seven of them so far, and they've all been a hit. Bare minimum of prep, but it looks and tastes like you put some effort into it. Um, and you were saying that there's also a vegetarian and vegan version of the book. There's four... In the series? In the series, so there's a veggie vegan, there's the original one, there's Quick, and there's Around the World, which is the one I'm really interested in. And she's also got a, a vegetarian vegan barbecue book. I love working from recipe books, and if I find one that works for me... It's really nice to have in the repertoire of going through for your planning your week's meals and, and, and you know. And this one is just great for for weekday family meals. Quick but easy but fancy feeling. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Staples. The couple that we've had already are gonna become weekly staples. Don't eat staples because you kids don't eat any staples. Kids don't eat no staples. Um so, on that note, I think um come back. In a minute, we'll be back to discuss televisual feasts after this. Boom! <laughs> welcome back. Welcome, Jolly. Welcome Jolly, back. Welcome back. Jolly, welcome back. Um, so, telly, telly. One of the one of the positives about telly, telly, <laughs> when it works. <laughs> one of, yeah. One of the positives about Janie and Zoe going away for the weekend was that. You could watch you, all the you, you bloody horrible, total free range. Right. So I watched a lot of IPL. Um, I watched the Jimmy Savile documentary that's just landed on Netflix, um, which is obviously fucking horrific. But I, I, it's really important for for someone my age because Jimmy Savile was such a fucking huge presence in our childhood. Mm. Not as huge as it was for some unfortunate mm. people. Thank God. Um, and I was part of Rolf's Cartoon Club. Were you? Yeah. Bloody hell. See, again, <laughs> those figures were... were um, present. Present. Very much present. Mm. And, and, you know, the BBC is an institution I love, but it's got a lot to answer for. Um, a bit like the church. I, d- I don't... Well, yeah, quite. <laughs> so I don't want to talk any more about... Jimmy Savile. Savile or, or, or the, that documentary, other than to say it's an incredibly well-made documentary and... and I think pretty important and, and well worth a watch. Um, have a shower afterwards, you know, it's mm. horrible. Um, I also watched um, an amazing three-hour documentary on, on um, 
folk horror cinema mm. called Woodlands Dark and Days Bewitched, colon, A History of Folk Horror, mm. which was just wonderful. So was it three hours a single episode? It was just one bang. It, three hours? Yeah. In a single um, bang? And it could have been... <laughs> it's impressive. Beats my record. Yes. By... Two and three quarter hours. Two hours and 55 minutes. <laughs> so, what, who was it presented by? Yep. No one. Talking heads? Lots of talking heads. And right. this is really interesting. Not the talking heads. <laughs> Not the band. Not the band. Um, exactly how talking heads should be used. Really, really expert people, passionate people, working in the field, talking about what they know. Mm in an erudite, expert, interesting manner. Mm. It was superb. The film opens with superb animation, lots of clips from a classic films. So folk horror, we're talking Wicker Man, Witchfinder General, we're talking more modern films like A Field on England and Midsummer. Mm. Um, incredibly good. Um, also touched on more kind of... Um, so folk horror was, again, part of... My childhood is, is children's television involved a lot of folk horror. So Doctor Who, certain episodes of Doctor Who were very folk horror orientated, and that featured in the film. Um, Bagpuss, and you know, it, 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 as a genre, it is very broad, and the and the the the, the film d- discussed it very broadly. It would have to. Mm. It was three hours long. Mm. Um, Do you, so it, did you feel it was quite complete though, or yes? Right. Yeah, it was a thorough explanation of a fairly niche genre. Right? Yeah. But it was it was you know you were, it was intellectual without being pompous. It was rigorous without being tedious. It was um, a bit like an episode of. Sugar <laughs> <or something. laughs> that was so peaky, wasn't it? Um, um, so, but it starts off with this fantastic animation. Hmm. But it also starts off with a track by the Unthanks. So immediately I'm like, well, I'm I'm in you're on board territory that is entirely mine, right? Mm. Um, I would recommend it to anyone with even a passing interest in the genre, um, academic, but not dry. You know, I am quite interested in watching that. Of all five documentaries you have so far mentioned in the that's the one previous two weeks. Yeah, I don't think either of us probably will be able to watch it in a single sitting, but. It'll probably be interesting yeah. for three sittings. It's broken up into, I think, five chapters. So oh, okay. a, a, a background. Good breaking points then. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 it, so it, dis- it discusses uh, like the background, and then discusses early British folk horror, and then more modern British folk horror, then American folk horror, and then a fascinating chunk of world folk horror, right? Of which I've seen none. Actually, no, I had seen a couple. Like there's one. Um, it discussed Australian, so Babadook was mentioned, and um, but the world, like to, to Indonesian folk horror, to mm. all around, brilliant, absolutely superb. Where folk, in the context of where it comes from, is very much of its location, or is it just more of a, a broad, yeah, so, like what they consider to be folk? Um, Were they, are they telling their so own folk, like folk relating to the indigenous culture in the yeah. same way that folk? Relating to English folk culture yeah. is, mm. um, but but very much are the similar similar tropes, you know. 
similar feel, similar, um, very animistic, very um, to do with psychogeography, to do with all sorts of, um, you know, the, the feel mm-hmm. is, is similar around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of films I want to watch. Cool. Lots of films I don't want to watch, too. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Well, what we should do is compile a list of films we'd like to watch and definitely don't like to watch from that documentary. And any crossovers... Watch them. Oh, the, the Witch was mentioned. So the director of The Witch right. was, was on it. Um, okay. Who's have you seen The Witch? Yeah. yeah, right. yeah. Did you like it? I yeah, really yeah. Liked it. loved it. Yeah. I mean, quintessentially folk horror. So a lot of the American folk horror stuff is to do with kind of Salem witch hunts. Did you recognise that the young girl in The Witch is... The, Anna Taylor-Joy. The lady that is in that chess Chess thing. lady. Yeah. yeah. And is in um, everything at the moment. Right. So that that was that was me. Cool. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also, and this is where I'm gonna, listeners, um, Danny's mum. I'm gonna let your son speak in a minute. Brief. I don't have much to say. Well, you better think of something. All right. <laughs> Quite interesting. I watched the final episode of the Ipcris Files, and the most up to date episode of Slow Horses. Hmm. Um, don't watch two different thriller spy episodes one after the other because you do forget whether the prisoner in this one is a uh, Russian dissident or a modern, you know, far-right English dissident, and whether that person is double-crossing that thing in this one, or it's in the other one that mm. that person's... Very confusing. Yeah. But you have also watched the first episode of Slow Horses. Yeah. Take the floor. Oh, what an introduction. What timing. <laughs> Chernobyl. Um, so... Not a huge amount to say about it. I, th- I thought um, I quite liked how it started, like you said, yeah. the, the opening scene that then turns out to not to be a training exercise. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Shall I cut that out? No, no, no. Mum's never going to watch it. I felt, and I think obviously that the whole, this like, you know, Ipris file and this is more, much more your bag than mine. Sure. I was hoping for more color it's really it's like muddy it's almost sepia it's really desaturated it's the it's the color of gary oldman's skid marks right it's the color of his ashtray it's all it's nicotine stained grotty and i i loved that Mm. well so anna really didn't really get on with it Uh, i i thought it was it was all right and i would carry on watching it but it didn't like grab me in a in a really like grabby way i I wasn't like oh i really have to watch i mean you know the lack of i don't know it's just you know like anna i don't know if we should get her on to speak for herself about her feelings on general spy things she was quite Hmm. tired but it is it's it's a lot of the same stuff you know, yeah, uh, the kind of the, the very sort of pompous English attitude. It's, it's genre, and, right? It's a yeah. genre piece, um, um, which isn't to say it doesn't say anything. Like you know, good works of science fiction transcend science fiction tropes. Good works of fantasy, and I think great, like the film of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I think uh, the the recent adaptation with Gary Oldman mm. um, transcends the genre to become. Something more, but I I found that quite tiresome too. I, I think I think it's just not my 
right. maybe my, not my thing. I don't know if it goes places that are unexpected and, and Gary Oldman stops being quite as much of an asshole. <laughs> and that doesn't happen. No. So but he becomes... More I, I would recommend watching another episode if, right. if, if you've got it in you. Um, at the end of the third episode, which is all that, as, as at time of speaking, mm. is all that's been released, um, it got to the end. You know when you watch something you're flipping loving? Mm. Didn't swear. God knows why. Um, and it gets to the end. You look at your watch. It's only been on for 10 minutes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> mm. That happened. I laughed out loud at a couple of moments. Um, right. So I, I would recommend what, well, trying, I'm, I'm trying not, another. If I can convince Anna to, yeah. then I will watch another. I, I would be I would be interested if if but if, you do like I, I, I think, and, and increasingly I, so and then looking at the Ipricus file just look I, I literally saw the cover of it when and that. I was like like especially two two of those things yeah, at the same yeah, yeah. time I mean like the thing is I'm not against like the spy genre but it's also like especially sixties spy you know pompous English like posh people. Like and and this is this has got a slight twist in it in that they're all like just rubbish. Yeah. Or they're actually not rubbish, but they've been put in the rubbish. Um, and yet Gary Oldman is just like a nasty boss that yeah. just like you know doesn't even want to give them a chance. To be there is decent. more to him. It, it does develop, um, mm. but it doesn't develop Change. to the point where it's mm. it's not what it is. Right. Right. I think I think if there was anything unexpected about it, even though the the premise is kind of different, so, but it's not it's, unexpected. It's really difficult. In any way. You're not going to get. I mean, you're not talking about unexpected as in a good twist, because the point of spy things is that there's twist on twist on twist on twist, right? Mm. Um, and that's present and correct in this. Um, it becomes the opening is fairly fairly small. It does branch out and become mm. um, bigger. And I think it does have things to say politically, mm. which I, you know, I, 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 I am on board with. Um, I think a, a kind of similar, not really similar, in fact, not at all similar, <laughs> but as a terrible segue, um, we, I think we've pretty much given up on Killing Eve. Okay, right. Um we which found the late started off with that brilliant first series yes, which was fresh style and uh Phoebe Waller-Bridge driven mm. um it's just kind of become really disjointed and it tries to explain finally who the 12 are like there's you know there's oh, some okay, kind so of there's an an overarching unseen group sure, of sure. nasties that they're trying to kill and get to, but everyone's kind of it's almost like all the characters have been split apart into their own subplots that are all going together and and it makes it almost impossible to to watch just because every single character is unrelated yeah like, yeah, it's not, yeah. It's, i mean there's... and you've got you've got a subplot here that is taking your energy away that mm. essentially is only like a 10 minute short but Film, it's basically in total, it's right? four subplots happening all at once, which is I and very much I think style over substance. I love the Fellowship of the Ring because it's one mm. through story. Mm. When they start breaking off, the pace 
it's, it's really difficult. Mm. I, I prefer the I prefer a story a more when it's focusing on a smaller. Mm. It doesn't mean it has to be a, a smaller in in scope or mm. a smaller in 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 kind of ideal idea or ideology. It's just more focused, right? Mm. And it sounds to me very much like Killing Eve has lost focus. Yeah, I think so. Also, speaking of style, but also some substance, is <laughs> another <laughs> terrible segue Fuck that means you're nothing. Good at this, isn't it? Um, we've been we we almost gave up on the latest season of Mrs. Come on, mate, you got this. Mrs. Maisel. What's it called? <laughs> right. What's it called? The Marvelous Mrs. Marvelous Maisel. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Which I thought, I think you would really enjoy, especially sure. the, from the beginning. It's just like, it's it, just really great characters. Very yeah. typically New York Jewish yeah. family. Um, like just, just real, really sort of almost Jewish family tropes. Yeah. But done in a really smart way. And yeah. very stylish way, very colourful, brilliant, like, costumes and yeah. everything. But the latest season, we started watching and it opens with, like, and it's been a while since the last season finished, so we kind of forgot, you know, what really happened. And it starts with a lot of, like, screaming and not, not pain, you know, but just, like, loudness and yeah. and and confusion for us, really, because we weren't sure what was yeah. happening. And we were like... What we didn't get into it, and we just gave up on it. And we saw our friends the other day, um, who said they've been watching it and really enjoyed yeah. it. So we gave it another chance, and we we got over that initial hump. So this one was just a little, it's creaky it, getting going. A creaky getting. Well, it, I think potentially if you were to binge watch, it wouldn't feel creaky. Sure. I think sure. because we hadn't seen it in so long, and and our memory of it was so fond. Yeah. That when it actually came in as though there was no break, we we were, were we were dis- disorientated. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, I think yeah. once we got over that and we we were we just started going with it, and as characters were mentioned, we were like, "Oh, who's that guy?" And then we kind of yeah. started yeah, remembering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the actual dialogue is so smart um, that there there's a lot of fast, snappy, comedic. Sure, sure writing in it and it's it's really it's really good so. it's something i've 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 meant to watch for years i so think I janie will, would will. like it too like for the costumes and the and the everything you know it's just it is funny it's really funny so we've we've just started last night watching the flight attendant as as trying to find something that we can watch together right? which is kind of like a modern spy thing again in a way yeah oh, not spy oh, right oh well, yeah possibly i haven't i've only got two episodes right. through it right we we watched it a long long time ago so i don't remember exactly what happens but um but yeah we, i remember us enjoying it and i am looking forward it's, to another season if there is one it's really good froth isn't it it's, yeah. it's shiny it's mm. it's glossy magazine it's 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 really good. Um, the flight attendant wakes up in a hotel room with a dead body. Yeah. That's the premise. Who she spent the night with. Yeah. Um, obviously. And doesn't remember what happened. No. It's, it's, it's very good for someone giving up drinking because it's not making drinking attractive at all. Um, but the final thing I want to say uh, that just reminded me of is I also watched Time Team. Do you remember Time Team from the UK? With with Rob, With Baldrick. With Baldrick. Yeah. <laughs> So they've just relaunched it um, as a YouTube 
funded with thing. Tony Robertson. No, he's not in it, and Phil's not in it. The the, the main West Country or right. um, archaeologist who I studied under, and hmm. um, he's not in it. But some of the old guys, a lot of the old guys are back, and and some new faces. Um, who else isn't in it? Mick. Because he died. Right. Um, Mick Aston of the Rainbow Shirt Jumper. Um, but it's really good. And just to see the... So uh, 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 a team of archaeologists get three days to explore a site, basically. Um, we won't go into it long because that's it. It launched the failed careers of thousands of archaeologists in the 1990s in England, mine included. Um, but I thought of you during... The, these two recent episodes that have been brought back for, for YouTube because the technology has come on so much. A lot of the, the um, geophysics is just gone through the roof, but a lot of the of the mapping as well, um, you'd lose your shit, I think. Just watching the programme, you'd be like, I want to play with that toy So now. it's a, it's a new modern... It's a new modern. So they've, they've done yeah, yeah, two yeah. digs, one in Cornwall, one in Oxfordshire. Um, and it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's really well made, slick, very much like it used to be, but but bought bang up to date. Mm. And just the technology, I, I I think you should probably dip into the to the YouTube. Um, yeah, I'll check it out and, and check out some of the three D, some of the the um, VR stuff. Oh wow! Okay. Some of the imaging that they use. Yeah, cool. fascinating. And Does it, it make really you want to watch the Detectorists again? Everything makes me want to watch The Detectorists again. So there's there's a recommendation for anyone who hasn't seen The Detectorists. The best also program about on Netflix, I believe. Yes, I think yeah. so. That's me. I'm, I'm done, Dan. Yeah, I think I'm done. Anna, is, is there anything else? Okay. Oh, yeah. One last thing. We Go. discovered a fantastic podcast. Oh, yes. It's called The Moth Podcast. Have you heard of it? Is that where people tell stories about themselves? Yeah, exactly yeah. that. So, um, I don't know. Some Anna had it on some old list of like podcasts someone mentioned at some point that she yeah. might like to check out. And the day that she went and had her accident, she was listening to just that podcast on the way In fact, into town. That's why she had her accident. It was a really gripping part. So gripping. The lights didn't change. She stood there and someone... Yeah. So she said... That's not true. No. Um, when she got into town, she was like, hey, I will listen to this podcast and it's really good. I think you'd enjoy it. So I found it online and also listened to the same episode while I was working. And it is just like, it was really funny and touching. And yeah. each episode, I think, is probably an hour long. I listened to probably three episodes that day. Yeah. Well, two and a half, because they've got they've actually got a twenty five year anniversary at the moment. Wow. So it's been going for a long time. I don't think, obviously, That's as a podcast. Isn't it? Yeah, um, but I, I don't really know what is behind the name of it. I don't know. I, I know that they they basically have an invitation for anyone to apply. It's a live a live thing, right? It's a live it's, thing. It's a, it's a live a event that they yeah. events. It's a it's a it's it's like an event that they organize people pitch their personal stories and then they're curated and and it's kind of like ted talks but about people talking about their everyday yeah. lives yeah. in in funny touching moving ways and i thought that you would really appreciate uh, it I, each episode has about four or, sure. or possibly even more different you know seven minute talks or whatever um covering all sorts of 
wonderful stories. So I would recommend the Moth podcast. Love it. And on that note, we should probably let's, call let's, it a night. Let's bugger off ski. And we'll be back next week for another sugary brew. Okay, bye. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea.